Hello and welcome to another episode of Breath of Air Podcast. My name is Adam Jolly and joining me as always is Z Johnson. Z, how are you? I am doing fantastically well. Thank you very much. It has been some time. It has been. <laughs> some undisclosed amount of time. <laughs> I know. That's what I... Uh, my bet the best thing about recording podcasts is that you can can them sometimes you know and just like mm-hmm. never and so but there'll be times i was talking to somebody at a conference last week about it to where they'll be like man like what what's going on with work like i know you, you talked about on breath of air like the imp- talking about empathy things mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. going all right and i was like yeah everything's fine like we recorded that like two months ago like anything that happened, it's just like by chance. So like, yeah, there is there are random acts of assholeness that could lead to be like, hold on a second, there's some parallels here. But in general, we're trying to keep this as basic themes that can be evergreen, right? <laughs> like, I feel like we need to put that as a disclaimer at the front of the podcast. Like, if you were listening to this podcast and you have daily social interactions with Z or Adam, please note that this episode was recorded on... February 10th. <laughs> if your interaction with them was after February 10th, this has nothing to do with you. And then lead into the piano music. <laughs> that's not bad. You know, I, I, I actually think that's that's almost completely fair. Season three. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, um, so Adam, you were, you were at a conference last week. And uh, and I wasn't at that conference. And uh, FOMO, man. Yeah, how did it feel knowing I was there and you weren't? Felt great. But anyway, so that's our topic for today, and it comes from um, for some reason the market research gods decided to put our three biggest conferences of the year back to back to back. Right, you go the Insight Association, Quirk Chicago, IIEX. And so some people, maniacs that don't love their families, let's be honest, decided to do this in three weeks, right? They were just like on the road the whole time. Um, But as you're watching it, like with social media now, there's so much, like you can get so much from conferences you're not at. Um, There's a Kate Hamilton, you might know her. She has a, she can pick up a lot of projects. Like she did videos every day of Insects Association of quirks and like i felt like i was kind of there like she even like wow. showed the food they were serving wow. um but when you that happens and you start to see like oh look at that oh look at the booths oh look who's together look who's having fun look at that networking event oh look at the caricatures look yeah. at all these like things that are happening there it does it's easy to stop for a second and think why am i not there yeah and i wish i was there yeah and so Fear of missing out, FOMO, it's a big thing, it ties into a lot of other things. But before we go too deep on it, we both kind of give our things like, what do you, like, what do you feel about the FOMO of like conferences or just missing out in general? Because it's more than just conferences. I mean, it could be everything from titles to associations to clubs or whatever you have. I used to have a ton of FOMO all the time. So I think uh, five years ago, maybe was my first time finally getting to attend IIEX North America. And that's one that I had followed for many years on Twitter and every year FOMO, just like, I wish I had a reason to be there. I wish someone had invited me there. And it got to the point that I kind of felt like if I wasn't there, I didn't belong in the market research industry. 
Like if I wasn't attending any of the big conferences, I Insights Association, Quirks, or IIEX, that I wasn't I wasn't market researcher enough. Yeah. Like I could I could interact with these people on LinkedIn, I could interact with them on Twitter. Um, but if I wasn't physically present at, at at least one of those, then what was I what was I thinking being in this industry? What voice did I actually think I had? Um and I so I I had that, but I think as I have continued working in the industry as well as just grown older, I no longer see it necessarily as if I don't make it to one of them, I must not matter. If anything, I'm like, well, I've had my spotlight. Who else can go to these conferences to have some time on stage, go practice some public speaking, go share the really cool stuff that they're doing. Um, And it, it, I don't know if it was the pandemic or, or like I said, just growing older, but um, much less, much less FOMO than, than I used to experience. Do you think that you experienced less FOMO because like you actually saw behind the curtain, like you started going to those or is it because you're more comfortable with yourself than you were? Honestly, I think it's because I'm more comfortable with myself. Yeah, I agree. Um, like it used to be every single conference, I would definitely feel FOMO and I would spiral into what am I doing in this organization? I'm never going to get invited or never have a reason to attend one of these things um, if I don't pay for it myself. Right. Sure. And and certainly wasn't in a position to do that, to pay for it myself. Um, uh, and now, uh, like I said, it's just kind of like, you know what? I, I am happy with who I am at the company that I am at doing the work that I do. I'm happy with who I'm becoming. And I don't need to be at a conference to have that external validation to say, oh, I know you or oh, you're, you're Z, I'm so glad to meet you. I can't believe I'm actually meeting you. Or reverse, like when I went to IX the first time, I actually had a little three by five spiral thing. I would go up to people, I would you say, can I get your autograph? Because I've followed you for ages on Twitter and I finally am getting to meet you. And, uh, and I, I approached it from that direction. But yeah, I no longer need to attend a conference to feel legitimized, I think is the word that I'm looking for. I don't want to need that. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, I feel like FOMO definitely is like a symptom to a bigger piece, right? Mm. And so like missing out, I mean, there's no place I would rather be than in some big Sheridan Hall in Chicago in the springtime where it's like anywhere between 20 and 50 degrees. Um, <laughs> at a super spreader but (laughs) i I, it's not so much that like i wish i was there it was just like i wish i was in that like tier and honestly like i get fomo sometimes even when i'm at conferences because Mm -hmm. like um you know even if you're there just because like you got invited to the party like okay so then who are you eating dinner with do you have anything planned are you getting meetings with anybody Right. Did you get, you know, to go see this or do something, get invited to this, the after parties, all that kind of stuff like that. And yeah. so like, 
what it becomes is that like it really is like you said it's like it's it's a am i adequate right am i it comes a little bit of that posture imposter syndrome let's be honest like all these things are free the whole agenda is posted like you can go wherever you want on any one of these conferences there's no velvet rope at any of these you can build it up in your head like oh all the cool kids are sitting and talking with each other all the cool kids are grabbing drinks yes in reality like I've crashed some cool kids' parties before, and they're not the cool kids, right? <laughs> just people grab drinks, you know, trying to see who can help each other, like, what's going on? It's almost like it's kind of a shell game for a lot of things, right? right. And so I just, um, that's a big thing. And I guess, honestly, like, Transphilia hasn't gotten better for me as I've gotten older. I do mm-hmm. feel like I'm more comfortable, mm-hmm. but I'm constantly thinking if I'm not, like, what am I missing out on, mm. Right. Um, maybe that's a sales thing, to be honest. Like, am I missing out on something? Is my competition there? I was going to say, am I missing out on a potential client? Am I missing out on knowing what my competitors are doing and who they're talking to? Right. Yeah. So I think maybe that's it for me. That's helping me feel a little bit better right now. (laughs) I'm insecure about something. Um, but I think that that's a huge thing for every single one of these conferences, even whether you're there or not there. Right. Cause I know that there's going to be times when I'm at the next, I think the next conference IIEX, that like yeah. there's going to be times that I'm there and we'd be like, shit, I wish I would have known that such and such were grabbing drinks. Or the next yeah. morning, be like, oh, you guys were at the, I wasn't at that bar. Yeah. I went to sleep at nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, something like that. It's just, um, it's always going to happen. Yes. Yes. You know, I can't help but wonder, <laughs> wonder if because I have been to a couple of conferences, if potentially that filled that that scratched the itch that I needed and that's why I'm not experiencing it like people that were at IA uh, in Philadelphia I was like good for you that's awesome I have so much on my plate I really don't care (laughs) I don't don't want to go travel again I just I've had more travel than I intended to have this year which is to say I had travel and I didn't really want to I didn't want to be on the road again. Right. And and maybe part of that is very pandemic driven of I've been home for the past two and a half years, working from home and loving it. I've really yeah. enjoyed not having to worry about being in an office, being around people. And I, I am, sometimes I need people, sometimes I need no people. And I think potentially some of the FOMO has been erased because... I just haven't been around people. Uh, so this kind of gets me into something I was thinking about this week. And it's like fake FOMO. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that, I think we've talked on here before about like, when, like now I think it's like new normals and like what life is like now after the pandemic. And a lot of times it like, it, if you were the person that were was introverted and didn't love being in an office, like yeah. you're like, Fucking finally, yes! Don't do that shit no more, right? Don't yes. fake this. Yes. And then like, and so like when a conference comes up, and I'm like that sometimes, not all the time, but there, there's times where I'm just like, I just want to be by myself or something. Like I love being in this 300 square foot apartment office by myself sometimes, right? Right. Um, but then like when I get, <laughs> it's fake for me to say when I see some. Oh, I wish I was there. Because, like, when I see the, hey, we were at a networking thing at 1130, 
and you know all the drinks and what goes into that or if i see somebody just like hey end of the night or first thing in the morning after you know like all the travel that went into that how, how yeah. on you were how exhausted you were yeah. and i'd be like oh i wish i was there when yeah. in reality there could be nowhere in the world i would least rather be right. those places right? right and it's like this fake from it's like you trick yourself in to wanting something because it seems shiny right it seems totally. great there still is this perception that like when you get on a plane, it's great, right? Or every sales trip is awesome, yeah. right? All these things is like, oh, yeah. what a what a break from reality you get. Um, and you just fake it, right? Yeah. Like to be excited about things. Yep. I find that really interesting because I think there is a, a huge difference between, I like that you call it fake FOMO. To me, that that is different from actual anxiety-driven FOMO, right? Yeah. That, that anxiety yep. piece, the imposter syndrome that says, if you are not invited, or if you have no, if you have nothing to submit to become a speaker at one of these conferences, and therefore become yep. invited, that you know, you are some reason for some odd reason, thinking that you are um, illegitimately in this, in this universe. Um, and there's a huge difference between that and everyone's talking about it around me all the time. And therefore I feel FOMO because I'm hearing about it. Right. right. It, it's like that thing of your email, if it's full of ads, retailers ads constantly, you are more likely to spend than if you never saw those ads in the first place. Right. And I think there is some of that in this, if you're not on social media, like, I haven't really gone on Twitter in quite some time. And I think because of that, I'm not seeing the constant feed of all the events and all the get togethers. I have kind of stopped being on LinkedIn quite as much. And so I'm not seeing it there either as often. And because I don't see it as often, it's not top of mind. And therefore it doesn't cause FOMO because it's not even within my, uh, I don't know there's something to FOMO over. Uh, there's something there for sure. The out of sight, out of mind. I mean, yeah. we've talked about like how many people I've unfollowed or blocked on LinkedIn and Twitter before. Yeah. Um, just so I don't see their stuff and don't feel, you know, it's the same thing that you would do. Like, um, like even at like people do it with like relationships, like, or like if you have like some enemy or ex, whatever, like it's the, the best and easiest thing to do sometimes is just like, Hey, just don't look at that anymore. You won't right. feel like you're missing out on anything. You can move. Right. It's so easy to move on. And let's be honest, like what you're missing out on from conferences or associations or stuff like that, like a lot of it is the perception and not a reality, right? Like for me, um, yes. I'll give an example. So like I, uh, I got, at one time I got approached to like join this like organization for like not even young professionals, just professionals, um, people that seemed like it was like a certain level, certain tax bracket, whatever. And to me, like the marketing of that thing. And like, I, I saw some of the people that were on there. I was like, shit, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. Like, I want to be counted great. alongside them. Yeah. Look, that'd be awesome. If like, if they're sending out their marketing material, it's got my face on it all the time. Yeah. Right. Or like, I have to say, Hey honey, Tuesday night, I can't do it. I've got to eat with like the vice president of some blah, blah, blah company right. here in Cincinnati or something like bullshit. Right. Um, but then like the more you start to look at it and you like, you really like write it down 
right? Or like you start to visual, like see like what really is this doing for me? Like what am I gaining from this? Yes. I'm like, no, what I'm gaining is validation and there's other ways, places to get it. And that's where like it kind of looping back to where like FOMO really is just a symptom to a bigger problem. Yeah. Right. It is the self-doubt. It's like a lack of validation. It is just wanting to belong in something. And even if you are, again, the fake FOMO piece, like still that not being good enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even that acceptance, you get there. You're chasing a butterfly the your entire life. Right. In all these different pieces. Well, um, the, funny, the funny thing is, if you think about anxiety driven FOMO versus the fake FOMO, um, there's something to be said for you're you're worried that you're being let's say purposely left out of a particular event right um but then you show up to the event like let's say you did get the invitation and now you're not experiencing FOMO you're experiencing imposter syndrome it's like yeah when it's that anxiety that you have it ends up manifesting itself in in every aspect of that either you feel like your anxiety is telling you oh you're not good enough and therefore you didn't get invited or it's telling you you're still not good enough even though you got invited or it's saying you're still not good enough even though not only did you get invited you also got to talk to all sorts of different people that you have met and and really connected with right like anxiety just comes in and, and just continues to hammer that drum consistently you're not good enough yeah. you don't matter you shouldn't be here and and so I, maybe that's one of the ways that people can tell whether it's kind of that FOMO because you're hearing about it all the time or FOMO that's driven from a sense of anxiety and a sense of of lack of self-confidence is yeah. when you get there are you going to feel comfortable there or are you still going to feel like you don't belong? It's a huge thing. Even that gets to, um, we have an unpublished uh, episode that I've been saving for like the, like the new a rainy day. War. Yeah, just that. Ah, that's just, I got that enough to. Uh, but in that we talked about, uh, we talked about titles as a piece, yeah. right? And like how at some point in your career, you kind of evolve from, I want to be that title. Let's get the check boxes to get to that versus I want to do this and here is your title at that place. Right. Right. And I feel like, and I've made that mistake when I was younger and now like there are people and it's totally fine. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, I care what my title is, that's fine. Sure. But I think like you're saying, like we're saying with this FOMO, this anxiety driven FOMO, think about what does that title really do for that validation? Right. And calm things down. What right. doors are open now because of that title? Like real doors, not like right. you get invited to speak at a conference, but like real doors are opened up right. at that. Or um, And same thing with like going to a conference or not going to a conference. What does that really do for you right. from being invited to that drink, invited to speak, invited to do that thing? And then, and then you can kind of justify it. like, okay, you know, this is real. Like this anxiety is real. There is like that is not a train at the end of the tunnel. Like that is light. We're going towards that the right way. But yeah. I think for the most time, it's going to disappoint you. <laughs> if if you believe in, in titles and these type of affirmations are the golden ticket to feeling right. better mentally. Right, right. It's a dependency piece, right? Yeah. 
are you dependent on this for you to feel good? Or are you not dependent on it? Can you remove some of the dependency that you might have on this? Right. right. Yeah, it, it's, um, and I think that's a, a tough one to navigate sometimes. Cause like I said, maybe because I just haven't seen it, everyone's been virtual for so long that now I'm just like, yeah, I don't have FOMO because pff, I'm fine. I've been there. I've gone to those conferences. I've established my personal brand. I've done what I done what I wanted to do via those conferences. And now yeah. would I like to be there? Yeah. But am I going to experience immense FOMO if I see that a bunch of my colleagues are somewhere that I'm not? Not necessarily, no. No, no. Well, this has been great. Thank you, Z. I did want to take just a second to like, we're going to be recording this in front of a live studio audience. Which is weird. Super yes. weird. It's going to be awkward. Like, <laughs> like we were talking at the beginning about like talking about stuff that might be going on in our personal lives. I would, oh man, if someone's in the audience that I'm talking about, do I just stare at them? It's like, going to be like a Phil Collins in the air tonight thing where I'm like up there talking about like working with somebody and like their own mental health problems. And like, I could have stayed in from drowning, but I didn't. And now they're at my concert. Maybe. Um, but at IIEX in Austin, uh, we are recording on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, we are at the what, five, 440 sessions, 440 Central Four, PM time. 440 to 520, close out your I day. Call I call that the headliner. That's what I like to say. Um, but the first day we're talking about the, the pressures of attending a conference, being back in person. What is it like to be on all the time? hitting conference goals, ROIs, like real life things that happen. How at exhausted are we feeling at 440 on the end of the first oh, day of the gosh, conference? I'm going to have to be medicated. Um, but then day two is going to be worse. Let's be honest. I'm going to go out Tuesday and drink too much. Then Wednesday is going to happen. And we have our second one, which is going to be, um, I think it fits It fits with IAX. Maybe we should have gotten some clearance maybe. Nothing about it. Uh, but like IIEX is a conference. I love the conference. It's it's easily my favorite conference of the year because it's innovation driven. It is very much um, I said before, it's the closest we have to like a CES in our industry. Like yep. vendors reveal their big pushes, like things that they tried last year, maybe failed. This is their big product they're pushing out this year. This is how they're gonna change the industry. Everyone's always changing the industry. Yep. Um, and like that can bring kind of a keeping up with the Joneses type feeling. Yep. Both of that, what you're doing at your own company, um, what your clients that are at these conferences are seeing, like if it's a competitor, yeah. um, what your clients are like, if this is the first time your client's looking at it, say if you have something in the incubator and it's like, oh shit, <laughs> you know, something like that's a, that's our day two discussion. It's kind of like the mental health of market research innovation. Yep. Um, yep. So I encourage everybody to come out and uh, we'll take some from a different angle. Yeah. Don't have FOMO about it. Just come and sit down. Bring a drink or juice cocktail, something, whatever you need. At the end of the day, I would. I'll try to. I'll try not to eat while we're up there. <laughs> That's good podcasting. Do we do we need to have like the combination, like the the coffee martini or something, so that it's like equal yes. parts caffeine to keep you yeah. alert, but oh, also a Red Bull vodka. <laughs> That's gonna be my drink. If you see me with like a glass with like a yellowish thing. It's not Mountain Dew. <laughs> Back to vodka. Let's get to these podcasts. Uh, but no, we appreciate everybody uh, could come out. There are a couple other sessions going on uh, those same days, but uh, 
you're not going to walk away with anything better than what you're getting here. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. You're just going to, later on, you're going to be like, ah, oh, I missed it. Ah, oh, I saw it on LinkedIn that they were recording. Ah. Oh. Don't worry, we're probably going to publish it on our podcast anyway. <laughs> yeah, just wait a week. You'll find it. It'll be on Spotify. Uh, thank you, Z. Thanks, Adam.